Welcome to Sparks and Recreation, your source for info on community events, meta-analysis, and everything Hero Realms. Part of the Realms Rising Network. Heroes of the Realms, welcome to a very special episode of your favorite bi-weekly Hero Realms podcast, Sparks and Recreation. Everybody, it is episode 30, the big 3-0, and not only is it our 30th episode, it's one year since, it's actually a little more than one year since we began uh, this journey of uh, enlightenment and passioned uh Advancement of knowledge. No, I'm just, I'm just BSing, guys. We all just love uh, the game here, <laughs> and that's why we're here. I am joined, as always, by my left-handed man. No, he's actually right-handed. I'm right-handed, left, <laughs> but he's my left-handed, right-handed left-hand man. <laughs> Tim Agency Thirteen McKenzie, the bone axe to my spectrum spectacles. Ooh, nice. How are we doing today, bud? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. It's been a good day, so. I'm I'm ready. I'm excited. I it's kind of hard to believe we've been doing this for over a year. So it really is. Yeah, it's gone by quick. And once we go, when we go back and take a look at things, we'll kind of see what an amazing journey it has been. Uh, anyways, we got we have lots of fun stuff to talk about. But before we do that, let's keep rolling on. Up next, uh, there is no guest room to spoil this time, so we're going to keep him at third in the lineup. Sam Scrapforce Parsons. Sammy, how are we doing today, amigo? Keep your hands up. It's been a year, a little less for me because you guys started before I joined, but it's been a, a really wonderful past however many months I've been in, involved uh, in this project. I love it. Every time we record, I have such a blast and I love you guys and I love all of the listeners and I love the community. I'm just pumped that we're here and we're ready to celebrate uh, Sparks and Recreation. It's going to be great. Lovely stuff. Thanks. Thanks for the nice, the warm intro there. But uh, last but certainly not least, the diamond one himself, Chris Double Dubs Wahlberg, the solo artist extraordinaire, the ritualistic, fun loving diamond one. How are we doing today, boss? I'm on a roll. It's time to go solo. Hey, 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 I am doing awesome. Thank you for the fantastic intro, as always, guys. I think, in the honor of the podcast here and to be a good, wise wizard, I'm going to blast off a fireball here, like all good wizards will do. I will sip my non alcoholic (sighs) beverage for that. Where's your. That's probably not got enough alcohol content to blow it out of your mouth with the lighter. (laughs) Three cheers, boys. Really appreciate you having me on the cast. It was so cool it's gonna go to be on and be interviewed with you guys and then to become part of the cast. It's just been an absolute pleasure and a, a journey here. We do have a fantastic community. And the one thing I would shout out at the very front, if you can vote for uh, Hero Realms, the app as the best board game on the Golden Geek Awards, I think it would be awesome. The um, digital team deserves the recognition. So that'd be the one thing I would want to lead with. The best digital vote game, for them. the best digital implementation. Yep, yep. Digital, I think it's the digital board game app or whatever. It, it's clear that it's an app. And if you and need gold it to vote, deserves it. let us know and we can get you the gold. And without further ado, let's keep it rolling here, guys. And when du- when Double says we can get you the gold, he means me. I, I will. I yeah, will literally, the gold later. <laughs> literally, Jig. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Double Dubs, and cheer- 
Cheers, buddy. The listeners know the higher the blood alcohol content level gets of our host, the lower the quality level of the podcast gets. So they are in for a treat today, boys and girls. Uh, Speaking of our listeners, we have a wonderful shout out, a special anniversary shout out addition to our patrons. And Tim is going to lead the way out. Yeah. uh, uh, Thank you to all of our patrons and donors over the past year that have... uh, parted with their hard-earned money to help support what we do. It's greatly appreciated. Um, We're going to start off tonight uh, because we have a a list of our patrons here, and some of them actually have a little message for you. So we are going to share that as we go along for some of these people. So I want to give a shout-out to uh, EvoFX, DNA Searcher, uh, Stephen Shepard, uh, Eindeluz, who did record some stuff for us, but we're going to slip it in a little later in the in the cast. And That's the same, and and the same for Logan Stewart. Uh, he's also sent us a recording, and he's actually going to do a whole segment for us tonight. So, uh, for one, thanks to you guys. And our first one up, where we have a recording, is from our friend, the Thunder from Down Under. Daily 23. Yeah, day, guys. How's it going? Um, just want to pop in and say, you know, thank you so much for all you give to this community. I mean, all of you have just been absolutely integral in uh, making it what it is, and your podcast has just been absolutely awesome. So I just want to say a huge thank you. Um, I really love and value this community and and made some incredible friends and so uh, thank you for helping build it and make it what it is it's been just absolutely awesome um, getting to know you all and uh, yeah thanks for all you do congrats on episode 30 look forward to episode 300 cheers lads bye uh, that's so oh, that, nice that was sweet I bet that was really hard to do being upside down all <laughs> it probably was. He's, I think he's really learned how to breathe and adapt. Uh, I mean, way. he must. He he's like that all the time. So, yeah, it's great, great, great to hear your voice. Thanks for joining daily. We promise we need to get him on as a guest sometime in the future, guys. We so do. Gonna, that would be work, fun. We're going to work getting daily on the cast. Uh, also, more than anything, I think I'm happy that um, Double Dubs now finally has some authentic. Uh, Australian accents that he can study and perhaps try to emulate in his future. Dude, hey, he hey. said he said I did pretty good and sent me a clip of him talking. So I know, I'm I... just teasing you. But <laughs> actually, double dubs, double dubs has seen Crocodile Dundee, so he knows the authentic <laughs> accent. <laughs> when, he, when I first heard it, when it started, I was like, "Oh my god, he's so is he being extra Australian right now, or is this just how he talks?" This is how he talks. Thanks, Daily23. Great to have you, bud. Up next, we have one of our star community members, also a huge supporter of the Sparks and Rec uh, efforts, Noodle Tupe, sent us in a really nice message as well, guys. Let's take a listen to that up next. Hi, friends. It's your boy, Mike, a.k.a. Noodle Tupe, the Porsche of your rims, as some say. Uh, just want to quickly congratulate you to your 30th episode. Man, what a ride. Thank you so much for for all the work you're putting into the podcast. It's so much fun. It's always entertaining. It's always educational. 
And um, yeah, also thanks for keeping it more family friendly over time. I do appreciate uh, the effort you're, you're putting into the editing dig. Uh, I know you've got your work uh, cut out for you there. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, you know, Tim, Matt, Chris and Sam, um, I just wanted to also um, tell all of you, thank you so much for everything you've done and are still doing for the um, Hero Ramps community at large. It's greatly appreciated and it's what keeps me and probably a lot of other folks motivated and engaged. Um, I wish all of you guys the best. Um, sending lots of love from Germany and yeah, to the next 30 episodes. Bye-bye. Amazing. How cool is that, man? Yeah. Great so words. Great. We really appreciate Thanks so those. much, Mike. Yeah. Noodle, appreciate those Noodle words, Mike. <laughs> The Porsche. Really appreciate it. The Porsche was great. That's the first time I've heard that, to be honest. I, mean, I think he's just calling himself the Porsche. No, well, oh, yeah. I, I first we were talking about his German efficiency, and uh, and I said, well, I should have said German proficiency or uh, precision and efficiency. Yeah, and I said uh-huh. you're basically the Porsche of uh, Hero Realms players noodle. So oh, beautiful. He's German, it. so it's a German one guy. Yeah. Anyway, uh, very happy to have your own noodle. Yeah. He's definitely not the Volkswagen of Hero Realms. Definitely better than the Volkswagen. Yes. He's not the bug. Good stuff. Uh, All right. Up next, we have another huge supporter, not only of the podcast, but of the community itself. Uh, Our own Meowgan sent us a nice message. So let's take a listen uh, at what she has to say, guys. Meow. Hey, everyone. Meowgan here. Big shout out and congrats to the Sparks and Rec crew for 30 awesome episodes. Love it. I wanted to celebrate by adding a little bit of spice and read a short excerpt from my lore. Oh, God. Leandra was on her balcony watching the sunrise as she brushed her hair. Her golden locks hung loosely in delicate curls draped over her smooth portrait. <laughs> me again we love we love your uh, contributions your lore uh, definitely is not falling upon deaf, deaf ears but as noodle tuba oh. just said we're trying to keep things family fam, family friendly so we're gonna have to cut out cut out the second part of your uh, message there boy i'm, got, just got I'm gonna listen to that later yeah, yeah i'm gonna put <laughs> <a> fan on <laughs> i will say now meow again did take the time out to give us her sultry reading of her of her writ of her own lore that she wrote herself. We are uh-huh. going to put the link to that audio in the show notes. So if you are interested in hearing, and it's not too bad, she doesn't go on for she doesn't go into the uh, into the. Oh, anyways, I won't go into too much details. But if you're interested, <laughs> I'll check out the super show. Keep it a family friendly. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh jeez. I love it. Thank you, Meow again. That was awesome. Yeah, awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, up next, we have another uh, message from our own level 12 hero supporter in Patreon, uh, Warden Slayer. He took the time out to send us a really cool message as well. Uh, let's take a listen to that up next. Hey, Warden Slayer here to send a shout out to the Sparks and Rec crew. Congrats on your 30th bi-weekly episode and your first anniversary for the podcast. I haven't been here the whole time, but as of recording this, I finally am all caught up listening. I managed to listen to an entire year's worth of content in only four months' time, so it's all still fresh in my mind. My Hero Realms gameplay has certainly benefited from every episode you guys have put out. 
I plan on being here to support you guys on route to the next anniversary. So may your decks always stay thin. Bye. Oh, solid sign off. May your decks always stay thin. I love yeah, that. Yeah, that's legit. Thank you, Warden Slayer. That was Pro awesome. level stuff. Amazing. Wow. So uh, a year's worth of content in four months. That's that's pretty impressive. Now, thanks some dedication. Yeah, thankfully yep. for Warden Slayer, we make really you know trimmed down, um, digestible <laughs> uh, size uh, content on our podcast. So those are easy to get through. I'm joking, of course. We're our probably average length is like <laughs> long two form, hours. two hours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, not only is he a level twelve hero supporter, but he also had just volunteered. You know what? How far we get with this, whatever. But he just volunteered to help with the website too. So because he does like front hero helper his day job. And so he wants to help out with Hero Helper. So maybe we can make some progress awesome. there too. So shout out to you, Warden Slayer. You're awesome. I owe you a video and I'll get it to you as fast as I can, my friend. Awesome. Thanks for the message, bud. We appreciate it. All right. Keep them rolling here, guys. Up next, we have another, uh, not only a friend of the podcast, but an integral member of, uh, in fact, one of mm-hmm. the founda- the founders of the community, S Freak. Mm-hmm. She came in with a really nice message as well. Let's check it out. Hi guys! Happy anniversary! Woohoo! And the crowd goes wild! Yeah! <laughs> From at least one in the community, I want to say thank you for all the awesome content you are putting out there for all of us. Uh, you've done an excellent job this past year, and I hope that you'll continue to do that for a long time coming. So yeah, thank you and happy anniversary! Oh, that was awesome. That's so cool to hear from oh, like so nice. every single person. Like big shout yeah. out. We're not done from the user contributions yet, but it's just really uh, hitting me right now how awesome it is that everyone yeah. submitted this stuff. I'm really great one to other, hear from you all. One other really cool thing too is like how international Hero Realms is, yeah. and especially with the Discord community. Like people are everywhere, you know, and you can you can hear it in their voices. Uh, you can see it in when they can play you or not play you, and you can accommodate time zones, all that stuff. Uh, well, it's really I, great. Of- I, I just have to say, I miss seeing S Freak around as much. I used to chat with her all the time uh, mm-hmm. in the early days of the community. I hope everything's going well for you. And uh, we're glad to have you back and super active whenever you're able to do that. Or yep, reasonably sure. active, or even just or not. <laughs> yeah, yep. I, I do well, know she does listen to the podcast still. So shout out to Lissette. You nice. are the best. And so mm-hmm. great to hear from you. Um, speaking of our uh, uh, Danish connection, up next, we have another founder and the guy who uh, built the Realms Rising website. He's also appeared on our own podcast when we talked about campaign strategy. Zabuza is up next. He also uh, sent in a really nice message. Let's check it out. Hey, guys. Zabuza here. Thanks for all the awesome work that you guys are doing. I can't believe 30 episodes of podcasting already. I feel like you guys just started recording. But I'm looking forward to the next 30 episodes and all the awesome stuff that you guys do for the community. Keep up the good work. Awesome, man. Thanks. And he tells us to keep up the good work, but he does awesome, great work as well. So thank you, Zabuza, for all you've yeah. done. Um I also want to say he also sent in a few more tidbits that we'll be using later in the show. So you have not heard the last of Zabuza as well. Nice. Okay. Up next, guys, we've got a few more here, <clears throat> uh, but we got to get to them all. Like I said, this is a big 30, uh, the big 30 anniversary episode. By the way, it's a two-parter, guys. I'm just telling you right off the bat, it's going to be a two-parter, uh, but it's going to be worth 
it's gonna be worth it. Up next, we have a very special message from our own rucksack. He sent me a nice text message, which I'm just gonna read for you. All right, here it goes. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat. Hello, friends and fans of this great game. Thank you for the opportunity to write a few lines here, and I will use it to thank the creators of the game for starting a digital version, without which this great community would not have been created. Then here, here. I would like to thank everyone who takes care of the Discord channel and the realmsrising.com website. And then to everyone who organizes various events and tournaments. It's great to be a part of it. I look forward to many more great games with each of you, as well as exciting upcoming events and news. Greetings to everyone and good luck in the game and in personal life. From Martin Valeske, Valeski, a.k.a. Rucksack from the Czech Republic, 42 years old. All right. So awesome. Uh, thanks, Martin. Really appreciate your message. You are widely recognized as one of the best. So it's really great to hear from you. Thanks. You're here. Okay, guys. Last but not least, we have a really special shout out from Joel, uh, who also sent in some kind uh, uh, comments about about the podcast. So let's take a listen now. Uh, I'm Joel, and Sparks and Recreation is my favorite Hero Realms podcast that I've never listened to. Awesome, dude. Joel, you are the best. We love you. Uh, that was actually an Incredible. audio. Yeah, there's a sound we bite. We recorded that at Origins last yeah. year. Well, I, had to, I couldn't resist using it. I, I thought you actually had Joel say yeah. something yeah. in for us. I did too. No, did you really ask him? We were like, no. oh, Joel said something. Yes. No. I thought you might have bribed him with Legos or something. No, I just, uh, <laughs> I look for every excuse I can to use that sound bite. And this was a great one to do. I will say this. Uh, it is his all, favorite. We are, it is the 30th anniversary episode. It's a time for saying thanks. Let's give a, a one moment to thank Joel for the great work and the uh, outreach he does. With yeah. Community. It's really great. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So thanks Joel. Yep. You're we good. love you, Joel. Absolutely. We also have a nice shout out from front of the pod. Zembu. Hey y'all. Zembu here. Congratulations to the sparks and recreation crew, Tim, Matt, Chris, and Sam. 30 episodes is great. One year anniversary. Put a lot of great work in. Community appreciates it. And here's to the next 30. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening to the uh, various messages we have. We still have a lot more actual uh, listener audio and content in the form of like mailbag questions and comments and questions and uh, takes on the game that we're going to sprinkle throughout the episode. So like I said, it's a really special one we have planned for you. Um, that being said, Double Dubs, why don't you take us through a quick overview of what we have planned for this episode? Wow, what don't we have planned, Jig? Let me tell you, we're going to be kicking things off with what would you do? After that, it will be a look back at one year of Sparks and Rec. Then we have a mailbag segment, which I want to say it was so awesome to see all the different things that people wanted us to go over here. We are always so open to, you know, talking about what you want to hear us talk about. Please continue to send this stuff in. This is we've gotten other comments in the past, but definitely more mailbag in the future here. After that, we have a few minutes with Agent C-13. Then it will be card talk with Logan K. Stewart, proceeded by a very special episode of Nostra Double Domus. <laughs> no, wait, he's not evil. Nostra Double Domus. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then who let the pot out? Who, who, who? 
and obviously it'll be better when Sam does it. But uh, yeah, it's going to be a really fun Who Let the Pot Out, where a bit of a trivia game is in store for you all. I hope that's not too big of a spoiler, Sam. And then not a brief a brief community roundup, a few quick things to cover. But all that said, super hyped for the show today. It's going to be great. Buckle up for the two-parter. Up next, what would you do? Also, just to jump in, jump in here very quickly, part one will consist of uh, the intro through a few minutes with Agency 13. And part two will begin with Card Talk with Logan Cage Stewart and wrap up with the community roundup. Tons of content for you in two parts. Buckle up, buttercup. And enjoy the ride. What would you say you do here? All right, welcome to What Would You Do, number 28. As always, you are welcome to post to the Discord channel freely these scenarios, but if you want to be featured on the show, you need to DM one of us uh, hosts and with all of your screenshots. We want to see as much as possible from that game, so send that over if you want to be on the show. As far as this particular scenario, we are playing as a ranger. We're up against a fighter. We're pretty deep into the game here. We've both made several purchases, but on the row, we see Miros Guildmage, Recruit, Command, Borg Ogre Mercenary, and Grok Storm Giant. We have eight economy to purchase with. We have not tracked yet, and we have a Recruit, Taxation, Fire Gem, and Gold in play. So looking at when we sent this over to the discord channel for folks to chime in on and post about it was unanimously decided upon that we should purchase command and then track here. So I'd like to cover a little bit of why the community felt that would be the case. So we have Filterphobe saying I'm buying command and tracking with tracking. I'm keeping spark and rally and trashing the rest. So didn't mention too much of the contents of the deck here. As I said, it's pretty far along. You can always check out the screenshots in the discord or the show notes all available for you there. Filterphobe goes on to add that Grok is tempting, but it's too slow to buy at this stage of the game. You need to track and keep the pressure on, which I think is an excellent point there. Sometimes mm-hmm. when you're so far along in the game, you can see these huge bombs and be like, Ooh, that's such a good card. I need to buy that. But, but you have to draw two hands before you even have a chance you never of seeing see that card come into play. Yeah. So it has no impact yeah. on the game. Whereas instead churning through your deck by tracking a little bit, much more impactful. Next up, we have Meowgan who chimes in as well to say, my first thought was Grok, but you want to keep the heels away from the fighter referring to command there because they don't have any, which you'll see in the screenshots. They have a ton of econ though, so they could pick up Grok and move through their deck a little quicker, but they have so many cards and only one scrap. So they're moving slow up next. Warden Slayer. Are we sure this is level 12? Looks more like level two. I don't see it's any not, upgrade cards. It's not level 12 there's no armor yeah we didn't specify what level it was it's not clear it's not in the screenshot um we can try to infer but we'll keep it rolling up next warden slayer uh inputs while the fighter's deck is very large and probably going to be inefficient i would not buy grok fighter has a lot of discard and grok can help you speed up your deck to end the game quicker if you don't have any cards to cycle since you already discarded the junk by force discard command gets you only three less base attack than grok Plus, it gets you loads of extras like the gold needed to track. So I would buy command and then track out all of the econ from the next hand. Uh, Zembu really quick saying it doesn't matter what we buy because we have a small ranger deck versus a fat fighter deck. I think yep. the win is in the bag. 
but still saying command and then track is good. Also, Decat chiming in, command and track is the answer here. You shouldn't even really care what they buy at this point in the game, since it very well may be over by the time they shuffle again. If you fraction everything and draw well, it, they might lose in two turns. So I really think the community hit it out of the park here. Anybody want to add anything to this one quick? They hit all the, the major points, yeah. Never underestimate your track, guys. It's almost always better than buying something big you, you might never even see anyways. Yeah, same thing goes for channel or many of your other um, skills. They're always really valuable. Yeah, Great yeah. points. All right, and with that said, let's transition over into the main focus today. Sparks and Rec is at 30 episodes, one-year anniversary. Let's take a look back together next. All right, everybody. So I'm Tim, Agency 13, and I'm going to go on a little journey here for Sparks and Recreation. Um, Really, I kind of started this, uh, I mean, a little over a year ago. I remember I was streaming at the time, and... I started talking with uh, Jig here, uh, Matt, and I said, hey, man, what do you think about doing a podcast? And Matt was all about this. And we we planned and discussed how we were going to do this for like four or six weeks before we had like anything released. Like we were, we planned a lot of stuff out. Um, and probably like our first like six or seven episodes were almost all like at least 90% planned out by the time we got going. Well, um, all of them been been planned out, man. What are you talking about? Right. Well, well, I meant <laughs> I meant before we re- I meant before we released anything. Like we had like uh, right. yeah, 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 topics yeah. and ideas, ideas and how we were going to do all this, yeah. And so uh, also, I just, we did uh, all at of this that. point and at this point too. Now, Tim, you'll remember uh, Realms Rising, the podcast was still going. It was decreasing in frequency a little bit, but that was kind of the that was the flagship Hero Realms podcast at the time. Adam was slowing down uh, when he was releasing stuff. And I think actually I, he might've released like one or two episodes after we started and then he was done. Yeah. It was pretty close to the, it was was slowing up, but, and his format was very different, right? And it was very unique. Oh yeah. I love, and by the way, if you haven't listened to him, go back and check him out. They're on the Realms Rising website, but I, I listened to all of them. Yeah. You know, we wanted to differentiate ourselves, though, from that. So Adam's podcast was focusing. He did a lot of interviews. Uh, he did a lot of interviews with recent legend winners and talked uh-huh. about you know their strategies for the game. He did some deep dives into the different classes at the beginning, and he also had his own unsolicited, uh, unsolicited advice sections, which were really <laughs> interesting as well. I love it was those, great, actually. Great, yeah. great podcast. I, really- I love it, and really well produced. Great, yeah, all the way around. But we were like, well, how can we differentiate our podcast? You know, and there was nothing really focusing on the community, talking about like the meta as it was kind of evolving, yeah. at, like snapshots, talking about it in real mm-hmm. time, uh, talking about the events that were just starting to sprout up and really gain, gain some traction and participants. So we're like, hey, let's focus on that. Plus, we can do like short segments. We can just talk about yeah. the card. We can do some like. Uh, Tim, at the time, you were doing your own stream as well, and you did yeah. the card talk, I remember. And I was like, dude, yep. let's just cannibalize that. <laughs> just use it on yeah. the podcast. And you're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, cool. So like, it, came, it was the genesis of stuff Tim was already doing, 
um, uh-huh. and some other stuff that we wanted to kind of add add to the uh, and 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 it was a it was a co-host situation too, so that was different. There was the interplay between me and Matt starting yeah. true, and, and if we yep. had a guest, them as well. Whereas with Adam's you know podcast, it was Adam interviewing a person, you know, mm-hmm. so. Which yeah, they they were both very different and they're both wonderful ideas and yes yeah 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 so then we kicked off in April Bay or I think end of March was the teaser uh, right or the very beginning of April I forget the very beginning April, of April was our yeah. teaser then mid April yeah. we had our first episode like April eleventh mm-hmm. I think is the first date so this is actually we're a month almost a month over the one year anniversary but you know what screw it. We're the masters of our own destiny, like and I chose episode weeks. thirty to celebrate. Yeah, um, <laughs> nice round number. It's the it's the way to yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. Now, Tim, you said you know, we started out. We were doing a lot of uh, discussion between the two of us about these different topics mm-hmm. and looking at cards and stuff. But then we but, did. We actually did some interviews as well. Why don't you walk yeah. us through some of our first? We interviews? we, um, I mean, our first like notable interviews is we we had Adam uh, and Roser on the podcast pretty early on talking about stuff too, think, and yeah. Yeah, yeah and then like our first really big interview was we had darwin on the episode mm-hmm. and i i i enjoyed recording and doing that one so much that was that might be one of my favorites was that episode right there with darwin episode three it was really cool deck, yeah. yeah deck building darwinism uh uh-huh. great episode guys yeah if you haven't checked some of these old episodes out too guys definitely go ahead and do it there's a lot of great stuff that still holds true i mean a lot of these stuff do age, especially when we're talking about meta snapshots, but the underlying concepts and core mechanics mm-hmm. of the game don't. So, yeah. Great. So that was a really good one. Right. Well, and it was just really cool to get a perspective of the guy that like created the game, you know, like, um, and I know Rob's, a, you know, one of the designers of the game, but really like Star mm-hmm. Realms and Hero Realms is Darwin's design with mm-hmm. Rob's help of how to do all of this stuff. Yep. So, yeah. um, it was just really interesting to hear about his history and all of that stuff. Um, and, and then we've had quite a number of other interviews since then. Um, uh, I mean, before double dubs was on the podcast, like he, uh, as a host, like we and it had him in as a guest, you know, we, uh, Talk we about interviewed the Ranger Ro- in his, yeah, yep. his Ranger article, I think. Yeah. Was the focus of yeah. Movie. Because I, I started, I, I remember <laughs> like Dubs was active in the community and we, we, you know, all that stuff. And I kept trying to pull him in to do more stuff. Like, I'll just pop in there. I mean, real I mean, quick. to be honest, say, I got Dubs yeah. to do all this shit. So. <laughs> so for real, like I do, I'll, you guys have, have said a lot about the origins and this is kind of where I pop in a little bit. And I did want to say, yeah, like, thanks so much to Tim, not only for what you do, uh, broadly speaking in the community, but for the different ways that you uh, kind of nudged me along, you know, like yeah. you were looking for someone to write a Ranger article. And I, I, I don't want to say I put my heart and soul into that thing, but I put a lot into that article, yeah. you know, I, and, I, I had started to write it. And then I was like, man, you play a lot more Ranger than me. You should give your try your hand at this. I'll help you out with it, man. But you yeah. can do it. And then you put so much more time in it than I did. So and so yeah. like it started with that, but then you had me on the cast. I'm pretty sure that you were the biggest voice on my shoulder telling me to start streaming, which has I, been just I like was, yeah. a fantastic endeavor. I, I think I, I wanted to stop. 
streaming. Right. And so I was like, <laughs> but I really feel like we should have somebody that's an active community member that is streaming, you know, at least somewhat regularly. Cause uh, Adam had been streaming at one point too. And he, he, mm. he had already stopped quite a ways before then. And I, I streamed for about a year, I want to say. And then I kind yeah. of dropped off with that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you but picked dude, up even, the mantle. Whether it was that or, you know, the, the different events that I'm helping mm-hmm. with now. Or even just, like, going to Origins and you being down for me uh, crashing with you at Origins. And then yep. we interviewed Rob, man. We interviewed yeah. Rob together. That was so sick. Yeah. So, and, like, and, and that was... That, that you were hanging out with us, you helped me like do the recordings and the recaps every evening at Origins. Yeah, and it was so, really fun. Uh, and that's right when uh, the digital app was launching because mm-hmm. it like launched in retail like, the week for before, everyone. yeah, the production retail release and not just the beta testing from Kickstarter, but uh, yeah, the app launched. And they put a banner in the in the app for us and everything. And we had only had a few episodes at that point in time. I what that was June, so uh, we started June April. 13th. Yeah. yeah, we right, probably right, had right four then. or five episodes right around then. So and then, I was episode Aerodynamics was episode six. Origins was episode seven as a two part. Okay. And then yep. you, let's segue this over into Sam then heroes helping heroes on episode eight. And, and, and when that yep. was going on, uh, Sam and I had been working on hero helper stuff Yep. And, and mostly Sam with all of that. And I'm just trying to help out where I can. I helped out with some website stuff and whatever with it, but Sam's well, and done it started like, all with, with your website, like with your uh, Google form and tracking mm-hmm. all of that <laughs> stuff. Don't, and so, don't yeah. forget that. Yeah. We were yeah, the data I, nerd. We were the data nerd group, that and was we going discussed it. I remember, and- I remember you talking about the idea of this app, Sam. And I'm like, oh, that sounds really cool. You know, Star Realms kind of has a website where they track. Yeah. You can see stats and whatever. And I help. You know, I kind of <clears throat> helped you form some of the ideas and everything. That's a great shout out because I forgot about that. But you gave me the name of a guy who uh-huh. like knew what to do to make uh-huh. the app work. And without that guy to like point me in the right direction, it would have taken me so much longer. longer. So like, absolutely getting just, I I randomly reached out to this man on Facebook that I don't know. (laughs) And I was like, Hey, so Tim told me (laughs) and he knew your name and like, he wasn't weird about replying. It it, it was fantastic. And it saved us like a a million hours. So yeah, Yeah. that was really integral. And just meeting you through the mentorship program in our yeah oh yeah like, i was uh, Sam's joint mentor. interest in, in technology and <laughs> in spreadsheets and all that stuff really yeah. helped launch the website and to, to add that to our uh, community guys you know? i have tingling yeah. feelings well well and and sam and i were talking one day and we're like let's let's pay for a website and and really do this yeah. stuff because sam it. had originally started doing stuff like locally on his computer he's like if you want to do it you do it locally blah 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 this and that sort of stuff and then uh we're like man let's just get the website and do this stuff and so we started to do that and uh me and matt i was i was like sam i'm gonna talk to to matt and uh we'll see about like let's roll hero helper in with sparks and wreck um and you can be the 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 coder, you know, programmer guy. Maybe not necessarily a host on the podcast or anything, but let's let's bring you into the Sparks and Rec family. And we kind of did that. And when we interviewed you and had you on the the podcast, um, 
kind of was when that was starting to be a fit, an official thing. Right. So, yeah. And I yeah. don't know when it was like I, there was an interview and then I think it was it a was a few not, episodes later. I started to appear yeah. regularly. Yeah. Heroes and, helping heroes. You you joined in for I think you were, you were there for the whole episode. And then a few uh-huh. episodes after that, um, you started joining. And I think it was basically you and Double Dubs started yeah. joining as regular yeah. hosts at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and that was all Matt's idea. He's like, let's get the uh, Dubs and, and Sam and let's let's just have them on the podcast all the time, too. Yeah, and I, I'm I like, regret. Okay. I regret both of those decisions them. to this day. But, you know, <laughs> yep. here, here well, we are. well you know, you, no you, know you can't get rid of us. Now we're well, here. well, well, we've already gotten rid of uh, uh, Chris. He just doesn't know it yet. So. Yeah, we, we're um. still looking. We've been looking. In fact, we've been looking like, for Chris's replacement for a, almost a year now, and we still haven't found him. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, no, um, just kidding. But but then <laughs> we then we had then we added Sam and Chris, and and we've come to make this sparks and wreck family what it is with the four of us um it was within the first like six months or so i want to say it was it was pretty early on because it feels like we've been doing it with you guys the whole time and i know it hasn't quite been that yeah yeah 12 12 is when we were both on as regulars okay so 12 12, episode 12 but but in and also during this time we've had interviews with a number of people since mm-hmm. then where like noodle tulpe silent owl the cat says meow bird law uh yeah. we've had rob on again zabuza zembu and horgle have all been guests on the podcast yeah, and, and our, our idea was like that we would have a podcast or two that was just the host talking and doing our thing and then we'd have a guest on you know every two or three episodes like we didn't want to have a guest every episode but sometimes it would be a couple episodes in a row where we'd have a guest, right? And and one of those was was the interview with Rob uh, during the Dungeons Kickstarter in the fall, and that so uh, cool. they posted it on their Kickstarter Kickstarter page, all that stuff for us um, and everything, and that was pretty fun because pretty soon after that we did all of our like dungeons. Uh, it was after the beta released and we did our dungeons card preview episodes all like felt like so many episodes. Cause we recorded them <laughs> super fast and we did a bunch yeah. of them yeah. and it was, but that was really uh, fun. It was awesome. Yeah, but it, was it felt like a lot of content and, yeah. and it was right before Absolutely. the end of the year. And, and then we took a nice little break, a, a little, a little uh-huh. New Year's break, which is well, well deserved. Yep. Yeah. And, and, that, and yep. yeah, yeah. That and you basically walked us through a, a, almost a full year of the the podcast yeah. right there. Right? That was pretty much the full calendar year of it. And since then, you know, the next few months has been pretty recent. Um, but and Jig put this in the notes: the announcement that uh, after this episode, Double Dubs is going to be replaced by a, a, a an AI what? toaster. No. Um, yeah. So it's Hamilton. episode thirty. We've got Hamilton to. We've got to break some going it's, it's, it's Hamel. Dubs will be joining us from this point forward instead. Yeah. Hamel no, so, uh, GPT coming live. Yeah. It's uh, GPT. Here, so we'll just we'll just say every week or every episode. I'll just say Chat GPT. Give us some commentary on Hero Realms. We're going to use that. Feed it into an AI voice synthesizer that moves with the walking or talking toaster, and, and we're good to go. So I would really like hate to, to break feed- it to you. 
like this live, especially since we, we should feed some- Chat GPT the history of all of Dub's you know, VODs, the video on demand, <laughs> and just see what kind of weird <laughs> shit <laughs> it spits out when you ask in the voice of double dubs from the stream i, I, what, I wonder what I, do you think about this i wonder if it can do dubs accent so but no that's right not now, now, but, now we, but this is but we, this is a running this is a running joke we always joke about replacing double dubs you we no one really can ever replace you double dubs irreplaceable. Uh, we love you you're you're irreplaceable sam on the other hand we are we are actively <laughs> yeah. for, for yeah, yeah. I, mean, I say the f-bomb way too often yeah it's causing it's causing overages in our uh in our <laughs> editing department the budget's yeah. out of whack <laughs> but but yeah. we we want to say through that history of uh, our sparks and wreck journey uh just a thank you to everybody that listens um it's a we wouldn't keep doing this if nobody listens so we're glad you guys enjoy the podcast <laughs> and and a big thanks to uh wise wizard for one making the game but also supporting uh our podcast with some banner ads and having yeah and being on as guests you know and all yep. of that so like and just the community, everybody that's been on or that we're in the process of talking with having you on here soon. Um, <laughs> just thanks to all of you folks. Like we do it because we enjoy the game. We enjoy the community and just having all of you out there that, that are a part of this as well is what makes it fun for, for yeah, us. So. And it motivates us to do it. Cause you know, and I have to say, it's not easy doing this stuff. Especially right, sure. grind, especially continuing to do it. It's easy to start it up, bump out a few episodes, but once, mm-hmm. once you, you we're you four start, adults um, trying to maintain a schedule to do this yeah. on top of all the well, other things. It's, well, three adults and one juvenile, but okay, you're close well, enough. Uh, <laughs> Jake, it's okay. You're an adult. You're an adult. Don't talk down about yourself like that. Okay. Come on. And all right. what? Like I said, three three different time zones. One of which is almost entirely around the world from the other three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, people. exactly. So yep yeah yeah but hey here we are and we've made it a year guys in 30 episodes it's it's an accomplishment that's why we're taking some time to kind of sit here and kind of pat pat ourselves on the back and uh, (laughs) enjoy it and i hope you guys are are too uh awesome man that was a great look back at sparks and wreck at 30 episodes got mail all right guys you heard the new intro for a new segment that we are premiering on our 30th anniversary our spark anniversary, if you will it's oh. mailbag time boys and girls and it, it's funny because i put out a call for um questions and comments and uh whatever both on the discord and also on the uh, top player survey we sent out and got a bunch of they got so many questions we can't fit them all into this mailbag because it would go just True. this one mailbag would go hours. So we're, we're just going to choose a couple that we got uh, audio um, questions for and so, uh, a couple of other good ones. And the other topics that we've gotten, we're going to shift into episode 31, 32 and beyond. So even if you didn't get your question read this episode, don't worry, guys, we are going to get to it. I love the mailbag idea, guys. If any questions or comments or hot takes or yes. opinions, anything, send Keep them to it coming. us. Text is good. Audio is good. <clears throat> We're trying to work in more audio in this episode, as you've noticed, and hopefully it works well. And if you're interested in doing that, we'd love for you to send in some stuff. 
Uh, we have, we're on Discord. You can find us on Discord, obviously. And there is an email for the podcast that's listed in the show notes. Tim, is anyone actually checking that? <laughs> I, I oh, haven't uh, checked. Nobody ever sends us stuff to that email. So Okay. I'm going to start checking make it. sure it's still working. So. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure I start checking. I'm going to add it to my mail app, and just, I'll start checking. You can also yeah, email us stuff, guys. It's it's All in right. my email app, and I young kids these days email. never use email though. So you know, I, I, I bet you no one's sent one there anyway. Anyways, guys, let's just, jump into our mailbag. Um, first question. All right, and this was literally the first one that was submitted. It's from our own Daily Twenty Three. Here's the question, guys. All right, and it's it's a tough one, so let's let's see how we do do with it. Here. All okay. right, question: Why is Australia and Aussies so great? Um, I don't know. Steve Irwin? No, he died. What? No. Oh, God, Jake, really? (laughs) Crocodile Dundee, man. (laughs) That's all I can say. Okay, all right. Uh, Didn't that take place in America? Is Australian? Hmm. Okay. Let's get, all right, that bad idea. Let's go. Next question, guys. Let's get that one. Go to the next Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Okay, yeah, yeah. Good idea. Next question, guys. Uh, Next one is from Horgle. Uh, Larry took some time to give us, he's so great at asking questions. So I asked him to submit a special question for our 30th episode. Here it is. Let's take a listen to it now. Good morning, everyone. And folks from spark and recreation. Thank you so much for having me back on for a quick segment, quick question, quick commentary. And what I have for you today is I want to ask you this question. I want you to be honest. How important is it to you to be diamond? to be diamond with all your characters, some of your characters. And I know the quick answer is, oh no, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter, but let's be real for a second and be honest. And, and maybe it doesn't for everyone, but uh, I'll share with you my perspective and then maybe you guys could comment as well. And again, in the spirit of being genuine, does it matter? Does it matter that you're diamond or not? So for me in beta, I hit diamond with, um, with fighter first and then thief. And that those were the only two classes I actually hit diamond with and beta and one of the reasons why in, in our last podcast i had named rucksack as what i thought was the top player um and of course it's debatable and i know there's there's a lot of great players but he was the only one that i remember at the very end of beta he posted uh in our discord channel he hit diamond with all five characters and in beta if you recall it was actually a lot i i believe a lot more difficult to hit diamond so um mm-hmm. That I think I thought that was pretty awesome, and I would, I always wanted to hit diamond with all five characters. Something I haven't done. I, I've never hit it with cleric. Um, I think I got platinum up to platinum with cleric, and I'm not even sure if I'm there right now. Um, but yeah, after beta, I was able to hit it with the other four characters. Since then, I've actually lost my diamond rating with fighter with the proliferation of the breastplate cleric. Just so much cleric. And uh, I know that the, um, the other cleric build may actually be better, but there's just so much cleric and there's nothing worse than having a diamond fighter run into a bronze cleric and losing five stars in one match. So that's a different beef for a different day. But if you guys want to talk about, you know, how important is it for you to be diamond? For me, I'd, I'd like to be diamond with all five characters. It's not the be all end all, but yeah, it's a goal. It's a goal. And so are you guys diamond with all five? And and if so, how important it is to you? Oh my God, this dude brings the heat. What is that all about? He's just got 
the questions, Larry. It's a, t- it's a heavy one. All right, so let's go through really quickly. Chris, are you di- first? Are you diamond in all five? Straight up, no, I'm not. In order to maintain the the diamond one, uh, I've definitely wanted to keep Ranger in diamond, but that's really been the only class. And honestly, I don't prioritize it a ton. For me, what I want to do the best in is community events. That's where all my like energy and focus goes into is I want to try to do well in community events. To me, uh, grinding the public queue, it's cool. And uh, you know I respect it, especially with a lot of the... Um, like tougher classes that have bad matchups that Larry got into there. And I also think, you know, he mentioned in the beta, it was harder to get to diamond because you're playing against all these cutthroat players. So now Mm -hmm. it's easier to like, uh, maybe like poach on the masses as it were. But I um, also think that there's some classes that have a lot of really bad matchups that can be really hard to get them to diamond like fighter. And you also have this thing right now where you can lose a lot of stars that makes it a lot harder to get up to diamond. Mm. So I think, you know, there's kind of a lot of different factors going on for me. Um, I want to keep at least one in diamond so I can say I have a diamond character, but, uh, and then other than that, I do have like the long-term goal of, I want to get all my characters right now. I have like 22 characters. I want to get them all to gold. And then I want to get them all to platinum and then maybe all to diamond. But that's like a super long-term goal that I'm not even really like actively working towards. So that's kind of my take on the ratings. Um, and I'll, I'll pitch it over to the next guy there. But that's kind of my thoughts on on Larry's excellent question. Way to bring the heat, as always, Horacle. Thanks so much. Great take, Double Dubs. Sammy, what do you think? Yeah, first off, if if anything ever happens to me and we do need a replacement for yours truly, I think I would vote Horgle. <laughs> he's got the voice. He's got the questions. Uh, it's, he's he does a have a great fit. voice. He does have Yeah, a great voice. he's a natural fit, man. Um, boy, uh, pretty easy if you've seen like Andor played against me in any queue. Uh, I really don't queue up a lot, and I have never hit Diamond in any character ever. In beta, otherwise. Never have gone, honestly, beyond gold. I just don't play that much. And honestly, my win rate is not that great, my friends. Uh, What I've always said to myself personally, I don't really say it out loud as much to you guys because (laughs) you're always like, no, you're great, blah, blah, blah. But I've always said that you three are bringing the the good advice on on the podcast that I'm bringing the inappropriate jokes. That's my contribution. I mean, Uh, we all know that. Yeah, I I like to code a lot more than I like to play. Uh, these games super competitively, and I love to play the games casually. I'm well, you are you are you're a legend in your own right, Sam. And I, I do love your honesty, though. His honesty is refreshing, isn't it? Uh, I don't play very much, and I'm not very good. Uh, well, <laughs> well, right, well, well, in, well, well, well I'm not bad. I'm not bad. Yeah, I know, but I I'm just no, like no. I'm. I'm going to play off of what Sam is saying because I I don't think being diamond matters at all, mm-hmm. honestly. I think having fun playing the game is what matters. And if here, you're here. playing it casually, you don't have to give a crap about making diamond. I did it yep. with multiple characters. I had multiple of them maxed out in beta when like diamond four, four was the max. Like I, I think I had a fighter, a ranger and a thief all maxed out at diamond four. And then uh, I've never gotten a cleric to diamond but I've gotten uh, everything else to it at one point or another. I think right now the only one that I have is a fighter. And so, yeah, but I don't, I don't play the random queue that much anymore right Mm -hmm. now. So like, and really to get to diamond, like it's all about 
you need to win a little over 50% of your games and play a lot of games and you'll get there eventually. Like that's what needs to happen for that to work with the changes of losing multiple stars and this and that it, it can vary. You need some, it's a little more RNG with it. Yeah. And so like you may have to win 55% to get there or whatever, or you might be able to get there with 45% if you beat some higher level player, you know, you know, ranked players with your lower ranked characters. Mm -hmm. So, but like, yeah, I think it's cool to do. I think I like the way that the stuff, I think the platinum icon looks better anyway. So I, I like platinum. (laughs) I just, I just think the design of it looks cooler around your character, but that's my opinion. And so like, I I don't really think making it to diamond matters at all. Like it doesn't, it's not an, it can be an indicator of skill because the less competitive, more casual players aren't going to get there. So you're going to get somebody. I was going to say, more. yeah, but, you can't, you can't suck and make it to diamond. Like you right. have to at least be yeah. good yeah. to some you, degree. You, so you have to win. You oh, have to win over 50% of your matches. And that percentage may be a little <laughs> different, but you have to win a little over 50% of your matches and you have to play a lot, which probably means you're going to be a decent player. But yeah. the fact that you're, you have a character at diamond 23 and I have a platinum four character doesn't mean you're any better than me. Yep. And I mean, I, I win more than 50% of my matches and with some classes mm-hmm. in like sixties, but I'm still not diamond. Cause I just don't play it enough. Right. For sure. Right. Cause there's the amount played element of it. Yep. It's not just about skill. So, yep. Nah, you guys hit all the right points. I do take umbrage with Larry only remembering rucksack hitting one of each, he said rucksack was first he said rucksack was first i think well and i thought he I said he re- was the only one he remembered anyway oh maybe I, I i did get one of each up to diamond i got a cleric to diamond one when i was in in beta and i took a picture nice. of it before it dropped before i lost and, and dropped back down <laughs> <laughs> nice. no i think i just stopped playing with it actually i have pictures i took yeah. I, I i even made like a family tree of all my dead heroes yep. i'd love my, yeah. my beta here yeah now, I, I play hero names I gotta say, yeah. your, your hero name game is strong. I don't play now. Back then, though, and you guys were always you—you you kind of hit the spots. Like I used to love taking, uh, seeing how far I could take a class uh, up, and I've kind of gone through that phase. And I think it's a phase that some of us go through. Some people love climbing up the ranks, and that is what's fun for them, and that's fine too, you know. Yep. But for one, once I kind of got beyond that, uh, I started focusing more on trying out builds that have a tougher time winning and have uh, mm-hmm. struggle a little bit more in the meta. And I actually like playing those a lot or trying different variations of those to see which ones might do a little bit better. And mm-hmm. uh, so I'm not, um, I, a, I play with, I have, thir- I think 30 different uh, heroes right now. I think we all do nice. now or close nice. to it. And I've, I'm at gold, I think at least with all of them, but um, I play more to test things out and see how they'll do and try different things rather than to see how far I can take something. I've kind of not to say that there's anything wrong with that, but I've done that already. I mean, we've been playing this game for, we've been doing a podcast for a year. Hey. You've been playing the game I, longer than that. So, yeah. Yep. Uh, all right. Yeah. Great question. We can, we could make a whole segment on that, but we, uh, we should keep, maybe going. we'll talk about it more another time, Larry. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's yeah. the gist of it. Let's bring it back on the pod. Yeah. All right. Um, up next, we've got a quick listener idea. 
Timmy, why don't you run through this one? This is a pretty good one. And this is a rapid fire one. So this is going to be card duels where we compare two cards and discuss which we'd pick. And it says here in a vacuum, but I think like for me, it would be more because that's so hard to do. Like you're going to say which situations you would pick one over, over the other. So we would give some context. Yeah. So give some context and say why or when you would do it more. I'd say like a turn one vanilla game is the best way to look at the vacuum Ooh. questions right at the, the okay. beginning of the game vanilla. Cause then you don't have to worry about classes and stuff. Let's do it that way. So do we got an example? Well, yeah. Elvin curse versus the rot. He's listed a, a few of them here, but let's do this one. We can do some of the other ones in the later podcast. Mm. All right. Elvin curse versus the rot guys in a vacuum. Which one would you choose? Rapid fire. Double dubs. You're up first. I'm taking the rot to thin my deck down. It's comparable on damage, and I value the sacrifice. Sammy. Level one vanilla. Dude, scrap is super important. Take the rot every time. Timmy. Yeah, I'm going to say in a vanilla game, I'm going to take the rot over Elven Curse. Me too. I think we all agree on that. All right. All right. So if it was a non-vanilla game, is there any time you you would take Curse? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, cleric. I'll take the rot and the curse. I might take an on most. I'm sorry. Classes. Yeah, the curse. Yeah, elven curse. Yeah. Yeah. Thief, obviously. Thief. Wizard. Sure. Wizard. I think. Wizard. Yeah. Wizard. I was fifty fifty. What do you think? Matt? And that, that's why. That's why I'm saying there. Like you can say in a vacuum, but there's yeah. never a full vacuum, yeah. and so and, like and that, there are later in the game. Yep. And then a quick rapid fire session turns into a 30 minute discussion on on things. Right. Anyways, (laughs) great idea. Car duel though, but we can do quick snap fire things and we can even set different uh, like formats or whatever for it as well. That could be an interesting thing to do in the future. So thank you for that idea. We appreciate it. Okay, guys, keep it rolling on. Up next, we have uh, a listener submitted comment from our own Eindelos, who's going to be talking about the cleric and ranger. Let's take a listen to that now. So an issue I ran into is, uh, is with mentees that are actually asking me to teach them how to play Cleric. I mean, I used to love Cleric. It was one of the most, like it was end game class, you know? So it was like super complicated. It, the games always went long. So it was super interesting. That was before they introduced uh, the health cap, of course. So basically what changed is um, basically the soul Cleric got weaker and they introduced the breastplate. And that basically gives it two options that are not really viable, in my opinion, at least not at top level. So I'm teaching my, my mentees how to play these clerics. But after that, I also have to teach them like, okay, now come at me with your cleric and I'm going to play either a thief, a wizard or a ranger. And don't even get me started on playing a cleric into a ranger because I literally have 95 plus win rates um, with rangers against clerics. So the moment you know how to play clerics, it's just super easy to counter because a ranger is going to do everything he can do better than you. It has earlier economy, can buy all the great cards away from you, and then it's just going to slowly chip away at you. And I mean, it's not that obvious because the game takes quite long, so you have to play the long game. A lot of new players will try and do what a ranger does normally, you know, try to rush damage, try to kill you quickly. Yeah, for example, if you play against a soul cleric, that's not going to work. That's not going to happen. So you need to change, adjust your strategy. But the moment you do that, like there's literally no chance for a cleric to win that. And 
even against a thief and a wizard, like you're a complete underdog, basically. So, so how is that class really viable uh, in a serious endgame? And I mean, we discussed it as well uh, in chat somewhere. It's basically like cleric, fighter, you have issues. Like fighter, you can rush. The moment you feel the, feel the rush, you're also dead, basically. So you don't really have other options either. And the fighter obviously struggles against cleric. So it's also very easy to counterpick into that. So I think that should be balancing issues that uh, they should address. And I feel like currently they're not stepping up their game in addressing these balancing issues. Mm. Yeah. Yep. I I, w- I would agree with uh, what Aindalus is saying. Um, I mean, that matchup, the cleric versus ranger matchup and the fighter versus cleric matchup are two of the worst in the game. And those are the two weakest classes, the fighter and cleric. Honestly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's supported by but, your helper data. But we've talked about this a number of times in this uh, year of sparks and recreation. Right. And wise wizard isn't looking at the, the, the hardcore players in a community event, you know, at max level is the only thing for balancing. They're looking at a lot of other stuff too. And I don't think maybe they're only looking at, I think they're only looking at other stuff is the right way to, they're not not really looking at the yeah, the yeah. high level player, well, they are in the sense that it's uh, you know consumed within the the larger data. But now, all right, right. I, I just want to say, and Rob has said his reasons for doing that, and I get it, right? But I, I just want to say this: it would behoove them to look at the mm-hmm. high level players and what they're doing with these characters, because even the new players or lower level players eventually catch on and they emulate the big players. And if if the good players find uh, imbalances or inconsistencies with the game, eventually it's going to, everyone's going to find it and take advantage of it. And it's going to be bad for the unhealthy. So just because the good players might find it sooner and take advantage of it a little better because of their knowledge of the game doesn't mean that we can kind of it's, just ignore it. I think it, they, they should think about it. it it's never going to be perfect, but I, I, I'm with Eindelus here that I wish that they would put a little more effort into some of those really bad matchups yeah, that they're not really stuff. worried about. Chris, I want to yeah. ask you as a ranger aficionado. He mentioned, you know, changing your playstyle versus clerics for the long game. Do you have any advice for uh, rangers on, on what he's talking about there? Yeah, I really liked what he said. You know, if you kind of go in with the normal strategy against a soul cleric, you can run into some issues. But if you rely on the fact that you have better card advantage and better economy and leverage that into a really strong mid game, you and the cleric are going to get to the mid game and you're going to be in a much, much better position. So it's really about like being patient. And that's something that I think the more you play this game, the more you see that like patience can be rewarded. Uh, so and, that's kind of what I would uh, chime in there with. Awesome. And, and a, a better player is going to adjust based off of their opponent rather than just their initial game class strategy or whatever. Right. And the market, regardless, and what, the market regardless gives you and what your shuffles give you and all that stuff. Yeah. Regardless of the matchup. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Great stuff. Thanks to Ain Deleuze for your uh, contribution. All right, guys. Yeah, it was Here's awesome another... to hear from you, man. Yeah, great. Yep. We've got a really fun question from Meowgan. Timmy, why don't you why don't you read us this one? So Meowgan asks, if you had to pick a card that represents you, what would you pick? And her response was that she would pick Kristoff because she can do a little damage, 
but she also likes to help people and she's very product protective about the people she cares about. Um, nice. I like this question. What right, do you think uh, dubs? <laughs> oh, you got to ask me first. Yep. Uh, oh, well, 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 I thought you had an answer picked out. Yeah, for this he didn't game. think about this. All right, we'll come back to you last, Double Dubs. You think, Timmy? We'll flip it back to you because I. Bet oh, you geez, had. I didn't think about it either. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I did think about it. I would be Elvin Gift. Oh, go on. I'll let you all think of why. Okay, that's okay. what I would be. How Any volunteers you? to go next? Oh, I thought you're going to tell us why. Yeah. You you want to know why? Well, I the economy of the base part of the game. A lot of what I do in the community is uh, I run events, you know, do the podcast, help with this and that. To me, that's kind of an economy thing, but like, also I feel like I'm a pretty decent player. So the faction ability to, uh, to get that damage is, is part of like that player skill thing. And then the, the draw and discard is just awesome. And I'm awesome. So there we go. Ayo. Good choice. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. I got one. Sammy, I got one. What's yours? I would be the infernal reward because oh, Jesus. I will <laughs> join your podcast and drop F bombs and make inappropriate <laughs> jokes, but I'm also quite fun. And it's a, there's a reward for that, right? I will scrap one. You can you can trash me for four damage and I'll pack a punch. And I will come into the queue. And whip your ass if you're not paying attention. And and uh, you, even though I only play every once in a while, and I might be half paying attention while taking a poop. That's that, <laughs> my friends. And, and that's your favorite art in the game too. Isn't Great it? answer. Okay, that is also <laughs> my favorite art. Yes. <laughs> All right. Now, speaking of artwork, double dubs, you're going last because you 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 weren't prepared for it. So just you just wait. All right. Now, speaking of artwork, I answered this question. I, I'm going to take two answers here. Okay. Uh, the first, just based on artwork alone. If we're just looking at the artwork, obviously I'm going with Roland. Roland is that's me. Okay. <laughs> I almost wow. chose Roland. Next. <laughs> now, if if we are going by the title only of the card, the name of the card, the name of the card only, that's all we're looking at. Of course, I'm going with Smash and Grab. <laughs> wow. you, you wow. know what, guys? Wait. Hey, I what about to, nope, stop, you said stop. Scandal was your favorite art. This is there's, no, a, no, there's a problem here. Based on artwork and title, Packmaster McKenzie would be me in the game. Oh, so snap. Yeah. I'm just going to throw the that. Fudge Packmaster. Whoa, <laughs> shit. He went there. How dare you? How dare you? Insult you can, the man's you can card cut, like you can that. Cut that out real quick. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, he's testing okay. the limits of the uh, the censorship yeah. bureau here on that one. For real. All right, Double Dubs, who's your card? Okay, so I took a minute to think about it, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say that uh, I'm recruit, and that is because I truly uh, do try to actively recruit uh, to the community and try to grow it and try to build it as best uh. I can. Between the streaming and the various shoutouts, and I try to promote it on um, the Wise Wizards Discord. So I'm recruit, you guys. Great answers. I loved it. We all gave our own nice. spin on it. Uh, of course, surprisingly, I was the I was the one who gave the lewd answer, and Sam actually gave <laughs> kind of no. Sam's is, Sam's is somewhat lewd too. If you look at the art on the cards, that's uh, true. Okay. Yeah, a lot of <laughs> lot of okay. torso cleavage. All right. What a great torso. question, <laughs> Neogen. Fantastic question. Good, nicely done. All right, guys. One more. Hey, hey uh, let let let's throw that out on the Discord too. 
I'd like to hear yeah. what other people in the community yeah. think. So uh, when this when this episode Discord. airs, I will put this question in the Sparks and Rec uh, Discord channel. That, that's a great, we great idea, Tim. We'll do that. Yes. Like okay, of guys. what community members think that they are or of what yes. community members yes. think that we are. Yeah, no, when they self-identify. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Got it. We're not going to ask them what Either. they think of us because no, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, I don't want to know what anybody thinks of me. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Care. Well, speaking uh, of, let's. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> let's have a poll about who's the most rolling. Not quite yet. <laughs> okay, yeah. keep going, guys. Up next, we have one final question for the mailbag. This one is from Zabuza, who was kind enough to actually send three different audio bites for this big three hour episode this is the second one he's asking a question for us so let's listen to it now hey guys subs are here i want each of you to pick a card either from the new set or from the basic set and nerf a card to the ground and buff a card to the heaven and tell us why you chose this card that's all bye okay all right, I'll jump in first because I feel like I have an answer. So I am going to uh, choose to buff Apprentice Trapmaster because I don't feel like it does enough to like meaningfully contribute to the game. I think you could like double all the numbers in the text box maybe and it would do better. Like if it hey, gave like double the combat hey, or something. Hey, Dubs, my initial thought was Street Thug for the same reason. It's such a worthless card in almost every situation. Give it a, You could double it. As you're saying, yeah. double the and numbers, then, and, and, and then maybe it'd be good. Right, now, as far as buffs. A... wait, well, let's just do buffs first. That's great, Sammy. What's yeah, your well, buff? those are buffs. Okay. Man, I like. So I don't really. I didn't listen to that question ahead of time. It's kind of hard to think of it off the top of my head. But going with the theme that you've set, Chris, uh, I think I'd have to go scavenger. It's such a garbage card that it needs something. So, you know, adding some more top decking, adding something like that to it would really make it worth it. Uh, Top decking might be too much for a two gold card, but it needs something. It needs something to help to help itself out to the heavens. I don't know, but that's the one that would probably help out the most. Uh, uh, My answer, of course, is going to be a wizard starting card, guys, because we know we all know the wizards underpowered. It needs needs some booze. I'm I'm joking. But once eventually, once we get the gold removed again from the wizard starting deck and probably (laughs) shipping a bottle also gets nerfed after that stuff happens. I would love to Uh, see the cat familiar get a a buff. Oh, that would Uh, be awesome. I, I love the card. I love the artwork. I love the idea of having this cat in my deck, but the. The ability on it isn't great. I'd love to see something that was closer to like the alchemist, where you could choose a faction for it, or just do something interesting with it. So that would be my answer. Yep. Would be the cat. It's, I'd love it's to see better a than a shield bearer. It is. And I, again, I am not shitting too hard <laughs> on know, the cat. I know. And, and, I know. And with that image in your in your brains, but um, <laughs> the cat's pretty good. But I'd like to see it more wizardy. You know, unfortunately, right. a lot of the wizard balance stuff is just throwing more economy at it. I want. I'd rather see factioning or drawing or. You scrying or whatever you know anyway i'd like to see the I think cat one, familiar the i think one really cool thing uh that they could possibly pull from the druid set that's coming is they could maybe make a cat upgrade that you could choose at 16 18 whatever yeah, that'd be sweet to like yeah. make it stronger that would be With awesome the veteran follower be gets, cool. gets upgraded but yeah. yeah good yep yeah all right good, uh, good idea let's go through our nerfs next double dubs what do you got no timmy didn't get yeah. the buff I did yeah, my he buff. Said, he street thug. Street thug. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. So I you just weren't my nerf. Attention. 
Ew. This is going to come across as a little bit controversial, but I'm going to explain my reasoning first here, which is that like I think if there ever is a time where you would like never not choose something, then you have to evaluate what's going on a little bit. So I think I would nerf Elven Gift just a little bit, you know, and uh, it's just a little too good. You would always buy it basically early, middle, and late game. You never pass on it. Maybe I would bring the faction bonus down or something, but I think uh, I might tweak that one a little bit. Tim like <laughs> I see. Okay. I see Tim shaking his head, Tim but disagrees. I'll gladly have hear your opinion, sir. That, no, Tim, that's your, your opinion. What's your nerf? My Tim? nerf, my nerf would be deception. Mm. Ooh. I I think um, I don't think it's the best card in the game. I just think that it's when it factions, it's it can be so game breaking that it's kind of ridiculous. All right. So how so would like you maybe if it, it top decked um, instead, maybe. No, because then it's not. I honestly, honestly, I would probably have it not draw a card. I would keep it the same, but have it not draw a card. Probably. I do like the two hand, but I think with the draw Mm. and the economy and all of that stuff. It's still because it's still an awesome card. I would still probably buy it if it didn't draw. I like that. Okay, cool. Good answer, Tim. Uh, Sammy, what are you going to nerf? Okay, I got to ask, is it Minstrel's Melody that when you you trash it and it it activates all your champions again uh yes it's like yeah it's the one that's basically command but then you can yeah it has the the healing and the economy Mm -hmm. and the that one i probably would take away the trash ability because it's like a game ender it's just like they get that card and they just happen to have a champ wall going or they build the champ wall around it or whatever that's it you're done oh not guaranteed but if you can't kill them quick then it is a ridiculous ability yeah it's really really good i will say though if i use that ability i probably already have won the game or i'm winning the game anyway and it's not a big yeah shift i almost never use that ability with it yeah it's an interesting answer all right guys i am gonna go you might be surprised but when you think about it i think i'm kind of right i would nerf (laughs) rattling welcome uh just because it's just too damn good it's an awesome card i love it i'm happy it's in the game it's fun to play with i always buy it yeah <clears throat> i hate when my opponents get it uh but uh-huh. it's just way too strong for a two cost card it gives you either three gold or four damage right and it goes to the bottom of your deck when you buy it yeah. so it's just like a ridiculous card and it can really swing games if your opponent gets it how, early and you don't how would you nerf it I would just put make it worth less gold. I'd probably make it worth two gold and three damage, or two gold and four damage, or something like that. Three da- yeah. three gold from that is just way too much. What, what if it if costs three? What if it costs one more than it does? <clears throat> That'd be another way to do it. But I like having that at the two cost slot. Yeah, I like okay. I like it there. So I would just probably drop the econ I, on it a little bit. But. I, a really quick thing which isn't a comment on your pick here matt it's on the dungeon cards in general i think there's a number of dungeon cards that need nerfed but i think they're going to nerf right. some of those yeah before yeah. it's actually released we got to remember that stuff's in beta yeah so, so yeah. as it is now and we should have said the stats on yeah it, yeah but we kind of which is that. fine yeah cool all right good stuff guys now um at the end of the mailbag here since this is i put a call out to a community based on a suggestion from uh, friend of the podcast, Larry Horgol-Bagucki. Uh, he did this early in the beta on Facebook. He made a top player survey. And basically what this is, is a quick survey to ask players who they think are the top players. <clears throat> and that's all this is. It's basically a quick survey 
to ask other players what they think. It doesn't mean you're the best player. Uh, it's just a snapshot of who other players to think. Um, just a quick intro. This uh, initial list was generated from Hero Helper data. I think we took the uh, top 25 or 30 people with at least 500 games and just looked at the top winning percentages overall. Um, there was a couple names in there of people who don't play anymore, who I just removed because they're not really active in the community. So we just kind of focused on active community members. So that's how we got the list. Now we got 34 responses for this. I will say I got most of the people who are actually on this list to vote. So it is kind of a snapshot. It's like a peer <laughs> voting. The people who are in it are most, most of them actually voted, which is kind of cool. So the people who are on the list, the top, some of the best players are voting on who they think are the other best players. All right. So let's just go through, cut through the, uh, cut through the tension and get to the top of it. All right. At number one, with 33 votes out of 34 people, we had Rucksack. All right, not a big surprise there. Coming in at number two with 29 votes was the Cats' Meow. Right behind him was Noodle Tupe at 28 votes. All right, mm -hmm. those are our top three. And that's basically kind of the consensus top three, I think. We all agreed on that. Yep. Now, I'm a little somewhat surprised here, guys. Your own host, hostess <laughs> with the mostess, Jigma Link, came in at fourth place. How many votes. submissions did you make, Jig? Yeah, I, I got 24 <laughs> votes. Vote? Well, uh, hey guys, I got 24 votes and I only voted 18 times. So yeah. there's definitely <laughs> okay. at least six people who voted for me. No. Congrats. Came in the fourth. Well deserved. Well deserved. Well deserved. Well deserved. Tied for fifth. Tied for fifth with 19 votes. We have Eindelus and our own Double Dubs. Coming in at 19th as well. Um, right behind that is Horgle. Now, Horgle got a late surge in the voting. He might have had some family members or some of his cousins voting for him. He has jumped up <laughs> uh, to sixth place, I think, or uh, fifth or sixth at 18. He got 18 votes. Right after that is our own Agency 13, tied with Birdlaw. He got 16 yep. votes. Right after that was Zembu. And I think that rounds out our top 10. Uh, you also Darklighter. Also oh, Darklighter. Dark yeah, yep. Thank you. I, I missed Dark Darklighter also. Damn it. I can't see him on here. Oh, there. He also had 15. Yeah, him and Zembu were tied with 15. And that, wrap, that wraps up our top 10. Some other uh, notable honorable mentions. Master Chulky got 10 votes. Omsk got eight. Uh, yes. Arcanel and Daily23 came in five votes. Nice job with you guys. And we had a plethora of other votes for some Luna of the other Pig. people as well. Luna Pig came in with, Luna uh, she got seven, seven votes. Yeah, she got a, yeah, she's a nice showing as well. Um, I'm going to post the graphic for this in the show notes so you can check out and see how you did it in it there later. Thanks for everybody who voted. All right, everybody. And that wraps up the mailbag. Up next, we're going to head into a new segment. And now, a few minutes with Agency 13. You know, I like statistics. I enjoy the process of collecting data, analyzing that data, and then drawing conclusions from it. I like it because it's a process that helps a person look at things a bit more objectively than we humans normally do. I can't tell you the number of discussions about class balance in Hero Realms where I have seen someone say that obviously class X is broken. It's way too powerful, and they seem to get paired against it in the rank queue. They always lose 
because a skill or ability is just way too busted. Sometimes these people are right, and the balance needs work. And sometimes they are so far off base it's comical. Statistics are pretty great at refuting this sort of claim because the statistical process is designed to remove personal bias and anecdotal experiences in order to look at a more representative data set. There can be issues, though. We are the ones who analyze the data and draw the conclusions. And we all have flaws and make assumptions which may or may not be true in reality. We also set up the data collection. If there's flaws in the data collection, there will be flaws in the data. I think tools like Hero Helper are wonderful and can add to a person's enjoyment of the game in multiple ways. Hero Helper is a pretty large sample size of publicly available data that we as a community can look at and discuss. It's a great tool and a lot of hard work has gone into it. So I wanna say thank you to Sam Parsons for everything he's done with it. Without Sam, there would be no Hero Helper. But I also want to point out that Hero Helper is flawed. It only collects game data from people who sign up for the service. And while the sample size is large, it's a tiny fraction of the whole player base. This data set we have is fundamentally skewed because of who is collecting the data. The average Hero Realms player has no idea what Hero Helper is and won't ever sign up for it. So the data collected from Hero Helper tends to be a sample where at least one of the players is a bit more hardcore than the average player. When looking at the Hero Helper data, we have to realize that it is not a perfect picture and draw conclusions accordingly. There was a recent poll where community members were asked to rank who they thought the top 10 players were. And I have seen people discussing how they look at this. Everyone has their own opinion and criteria for this sort of thing, which is fine with me. A poll won't tell you who the top players are. It will only tell you who the fraction of people who care enough to vote feel like they are. A poll is a type of data, and it's interesting to look at, but it definitely has its own flaws. Besides, there are all kinds of problems with picking the quote-unquote best player or even the top 10 because we can't do this objectively. What does the quote unquote best even mean? Does it mean the highest win percentage or the most community events won? Does it mean the highest diamond rank for a character or the most characters that have a diamond rank? Does it mean that they top the in-game leaderboards or that they've won a legend series event? Sure, we can find the players that would rank highest for each of these things, and one person may even place on top of each of these categories for multiple categories. But even if there was one single person that had the top spot in all of these categories, would they be the best? I'm not sure. You see, we would all define the best differently. It's one of those words where we all know what it means, but it may mean different things to each of us, and honestly, we're all correct. I think data, balance, and top player discussions are fun and interesting. I mean, I help start a freaking podcast to talk about stuff like this. But at the end of the day, it is a game, and we should all have fun playing it. Much like best, fun, 
is subjective. But I'll save that for another time and just remind everyone to enjoy playing this game in whatever way suits you. To me, the best player is the community we have built together. So thank you all for being a part of that. Okay, everybody, that wraps up part one of the episode 30 extravaganza Sparks and Rack. Stay tuned for part two for more delicious Hot Realms action. You made it to the end of the show. Congratulations. You're a nerd. Tune into the next episode of Sparks and Recreation for more on community events, meta-analysis, and everything Hero Realms.